Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Narufro. Coming at you guys with another episode in the quarantine life. You already know. So, today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about my hero, Academia. I've been wanting to do this podcast for a while. I just haven't really gotten around to doing so. So, today, I'm going to be talking about the similarities between All for One from My Hero Academia. One of the... And one of the main antagonists, one of the main villains of the series, and how Horikoshi, Kohei Horikoshi, got inspired from a villain from X-Men that I see, and I haven't really seen anyone talk about it, so I figured, hey, why don't I let you guys know where I think he got the, he got his inspiration for All for One, right? So... Pretty much, it's Apocalypse from X-Men. And if you haven't really seen the movie, it's okay. Because I will give you a brief a brief explanation on Apocalypse. So, let me actually give you a quote first. Peace does nothing to test, to increase mutant strength, to force them to evolve into the strong. What? That's pretty cool. So I'm going to give you a brief, um, I'm just here reading his history. So I'll give you a little breakdown. So Apocalypse appeared in the X-Men Apocalypse movie, if you didn't know. So one sec here. So Apocalypse was born around 3000 BC. He had gray skin. Sometimes it's uh, depicted as a blue, blue grayish um, pigment pigmentation. He was abandoned as a baby, but found by a group of a nomadic desert tribe called the Sandstormers. Their leader Baal sees that he had potential as a baby, and raised him as his own kid, and named him. In Sabanur. Yo, that's a sick name if you, if you ask me. I'd give my son that name. And Baal taught his son in Sabanur the philosophy of the tribe and how they live and die. Survival of the fittest, word of the mob deep. So, so after some time passed, it seems like in Sabanur and Baal were the only sandstormers to divide. To survive after they um, in they encountered Ozymandias. For this is all X Men stuff. I'll get into the um to the My Hero stuff, but like I said, I want to let you guys know the similarities between the two. And when I get into All for One, I'll I'll, I'll show it to you. All right, but I wanted to give you guys some backstory on Apocalypse because there are a lot of similarities. Right. So they fought, they faced off against this um, general o- Ozymandias. Ozymandias, right? He destroyed the Sandstormer tribe, and then fight um, Baal and um, Ensibanor. I'm just gonna call him Apocalypse because the name's kind of long. Baal eventually dies from lack of nourishment and deprivation of like food and water, right? You know, so eventually you're gonna suffer, bro. Right, Apocalypse believes 
himself to be the savior because he, I guess he's a prophet. And remember, he isn't, uh, what's it called? He isn't a mutant, right? Well, so he goes to King Tut's city and disguises himself as a slave. Remember, this is after his dad dies and his, his whole tribe is finished after the battle. So, so Kang the Conqueror, an incarnation of Kang the Conqueror, came back in time to locate the young apocalypse, take him under his wing. Okay, so that's starting to make a lot more sense. Try and tries to convince Apocalypse to join him. The mutant attacks only to be taken down, like, obviously Apocalypse attacks, because, you know, he's his own man, and takes uh, Kang's um, futuristic weapon. Apocalypse survives. Uh, I guess he's, um, yeah, he, he survives and goes to rescue Nef Nefri. Which I assume, I'm assuming, oh no, it's actually Ozymandias' sister, who became, uh, she, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She was attracted to, um, what's it called? Apocalypse. He didn't want her though, he was like, nah, it's... Like, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my fault. It, it was the other way around. So, Nefri, who's Ozymandias' sister, turned down Apocalypse just because of his, cause the way he looked. That's some trust, man. Uh, it hurts, my G. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That hurts. So, after me, like, because obviously, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes. So, after he gets rejected... And he gets cheesed, yo. He changed his name to Apocalypse, you know. He leaves um the, the slave refugee camp. Or no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So after he gets the He gets the technology from Kang to enslave and transform his former tormentor, Ozymandias. And he just changes him into uh, a piece of living stone. So after years, like 50 years pass, the same same girl who who fucking uh, what's it called? Obviously, she's aged and old and decrepit now, like Apocalypse goes to see her and she's all fucked up and he's he's just roasting her now. He's like, oh, look at you fucking all old and all this stuff about to die, you know, so he just rubbed it in that. He lived, he stayed young and then bitch didn't want him, so he he just you know wanted to throw that at her. So as time millennia pass, right? Apocalypse travels the world. Travels the world to see if his time has come to be tested. He peers throughout history like giving his little two cents civilizations to worship him to like make them think he's a god you know if you've seen the movie you'll understand 
because his powers are godlike. If if normal motherfuckers seen that stuff, they're like, yo, is this God right now? You know, like, hey, listen, I ain't religious, so don't get at me with that stuff. I'm just saying, you know. Damn, look at that Superman movie. They considered him a god. Like, if you can fly and she can't hurt you, most people are going to think you're a god, you know? But like I said, so a lot of people thought he was a god, you know, from several different mythologies and testing their strength by manipulating them. So he gives them power. Like, let's say you have a power, but he can make it better. You know, he can improve your power. A lot like all for one, which all for one has a sick power he can give and take, and then he can fuse his powers, right? And if you look, of course, there's definitely uh Vader vibes in uh, what's it called? All for one, uh, I think the main, the main thing is because all for one. Also, it's pretty much like a god. Give and take. Manipulation is a big part of his game. Same with fucking Apocalypse, right? And All for One's been living for years, over over 200 years. I know that's nothing compared to Apocalypse, but it's very similar. So, where was I? Yeah, so he pretty much has bent people to his own will, making them do things that he like he wants but he i mean if you the general you got soldiers might as well use them right fuck like yeah you know he's in his own head he thinks like creating all these wars brings growth to the people and judgment and destruction like Anybody who faithfully followed him. Yeah, okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Apocalypse finally discovers an ancient technology which he uses to further enhance his powers, you know? He enters um, a state of suspended animation. Oh, mind you, I got all this information on from Apocalypse off of the, fan the fandom wiki app. So if you're ever, um, if you're ever, uh, what's it called? If you're ever wondering where, where I got this information. Okay, but that's a little backstory on his history. I'm not going to go too deep into that. But just so I can kind of relate the two a little bit easier, I'm going to go into the modern era of Apocalypse. Okay, you have seen the movie? A little breakdown. Well, not really. I guess this is just how he did in the modern era. So he was sleeping for years because he has this power to transfer his consciousness into another body, like a stronger body once the body gets old. So essentially, the motherfucker's immortal. You know what I mean? Kind of like. All for one, but all for one doesn't really change his consciousness into another body. His, I'm assuming his body just, he must have a regeneration court because this nigga's over 200 years old, right? So Apocalypse pretty much awakens from like a long ass slumber, bro. Like, let's say over a century, almost a century. Or no, no, a uh, century early. 
he wakes up, right? He wants to see what the world's like at the current time. And he grants people powers, you know? Okay, so pretty, like I said, pretty much he can enhance your powers from what, this is Apocalypse I'm talking about, from what you already have, right? Yeah, I'm just going to get into his powers stuff, stuff like that. Just give me a sec here. Okay, so powers and abilities of Apocalypse. The superhuman strength. Okay. He's able to lift a hundred tons or more, so that's you're getting bodied easily. Uh he has superhuman stamina, so practically doesn't get tired. Um Yeah, pretty much doesn't get tired. Yeah, and he can always use his a hundred percent pretty much all the time. You know? Always going beyond plus ultra, pretty much. He has invulnerability, highly resistant to, uh, to injury. He has celestial modifications to his body. Uh, sounds a lot like all for one, just saying. This resistance. He's virtually impervious to harm. He can fly, teleport, biomolecular alteration. Okay, so that sounds a lot like all for one, bro. So I'll just give you a brief. Uh, he has total control over the molecular molecular structure of his body. So I'm pretty sure that uh, includes gigantification, which I seen in the movie. This means that matter manipulation has no effect on Jesus Christ. malleable form which is also a part of biomolecular alteration he can shape he can reshape his entire body at will alter his appearance transform pretty much um extremely malleable maintain dexterity size alteration like i said identification or i guess he can make himself small as well superhuman powers uh that's this is what i'm talking about superhuman transmutation he can change his uh, fists into like various weapons, like swords and guns. Uh, so, like, like I said, a lot of all for, uh, all for one uh, inspiration here. Just saying, Trans uh, I said transmutation, energy generation, like pretty much key blasts or rasengans. You know what I mean. Energy absorption. When he's low on energy, you can steal other motherfuckers' energy. Superhuman speed, force fields, energy projection, telekinesis, fucking immortality, bro. Holy crap. Yeah, and he's super fucking smart. So, yeah, man, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. So now I'm going to tell you guys talk to you guys about uh what's his name what's his name uh, all for one all for one afo uh, uh, we still know too much we still know too much about all for one but 
but like I said, he's very, very, very similar to, to, uh, what's his name? Apocalypse, yes. Apocalypse. Okay, so you know what? Because we don't really know his backstory yet. I'm just going to give you his abilities and kind of what he's like. So, pretty much, like I said, I was pretty much giving you basic similarities between All for One and Apocalypse when I was talking about Apocalypse. And since we're not that far in the story, like we have a little backstory on All for One where he he and his bro are in a certain time where people just started gaining quirks, right? And he happened to get one of the most fucking overpowered quirks ever. To give a quirk and to take quirks. That is like a that is a godlike power. You know, so and he gets to keep the quirks that he takes. You know? So in a time where quirks are new or superpowers are new like certain folks don't want them and certain folks do like for example in the story this one guy started growing uh fangs and on his teeth and shit right and his parents had alzheimer's so anytime he came through they thought he was some type of monster and this next guy got jumped by a bunch of court of people who had quirks so the guy who who wanted to take care of parents, obviously wanted to get rid of the cork, and the guy who got jumped wanted the corks, right? So it's kind of like Offer One's playing God and manipulating motherfuckers, you know what I mean? So let me just get into Offer One's powers. So aside from his main cork to, uh, like, Offer One to give and take corks, and shout out to Horikoshi, man, because this guy, huh, he, this guy, I've always wanted to say this, this guy, created a story around from the pretty much based off of the three musketeers saying all for one and one for all and the, those are the two main powers in the story like yo kudos to horikoshi this guy is so goddamn smart so let me just go on this uh his like i said so all for one pretty much has any power that he's taken from somebody you know what i mean he is the ultimate evil until uh, uh all might destroys him well doesn't destroy him Beats him again at the Camino Ward accident. You know what I'm saying? So, it's pretty much like... Like I said. Uh, he has immense strength. Uh, immense speed. Immense durability. Enhanced senses. Because he can't. He doesn't have a face. So, he can't see. I guess he can't smell. I don't even think this guy has a mouth anymore. He must have a mouth. But yeah, genius intellect... Again, I've gotten all my sources from Fandom Wiki, you know, so. So currently, the quirk offer what has a real. We don't know how many quirks he has at the moment, but I'll list them. He has, obviously, the quirk offer one, which uh, gives the, allows him the ability to give and take quirks from other folks. He has the quirk, the quirk search. You can observe and monitor up to a hundred people at a time, which is including their location, weak points. You know, he has warping. It's a black liquid that acts as a portal. 
All right, he has an air cannon. It's like shockwaves from his arms. He has a uh, spring-like limbs. If you guys ever seen uh, fucking One Piece, what's his name? Oh, fuck, what is his name? Oh, fuck. Doflamingo's lackey. Uh, Luffy fucking knocked him out in one punch both times they fought. Uh, I forget his name, but the guy with the spring spring fruit from One Piece. Similar to that. Uh, All for One also has a kinetic booster. Uh, I don't think that's the actual name for the quark, but... It, kinetic Booster pretty much increases the amount of kinetic energy all for one creates and releases. Strength Enhancer, fucking self-explanatory. Force Quark Activation, pretty much he like releases these black electric-like tendrils from his hands and then it forces other people to use their quark. Um, impact Recoil, so completely reflect the attack, the the impact of an attack back to the attacker to the attacker infrared so he can sense all his surroundings using infrarays yeah because remember he is blind air walk this nigga flies walks on the air <laughs> you know longevity like i said living over 200 years you know what i'm saying uh multiplier pretty much increase the power of your core hypertrophy yo this nigga is swole Rivets, rivet like growth for all from one's arm, spear like bones, uh, former quirks that we know, uh, stockpiling, which he gave to his brother, and then it eventually became one for all. Muscle augmentation, uh, these are, uh, like I said, um, former quirks he had, stockpiling, muscle augmentation, absorption and release. Uh, tongue web, muscle augmentation, pterodactyl, tool arms, shock absorption, super regeneration. Oh, you know. And the thing about Alpha One is he can combine these quarks. So, like, now I know I get and give you guys the best the best comparison but now that you you may not have known about um apocalypse and you may not have known about all for one but now you can do even further research and combine the two thanks for coming on the show with narufro you already know stay safe stay inside you know live life smoke weed hit the bong zito i'm just fucking around and live your life i'll see you guys next time on the show with narufro thanks for listening